0: The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. And so typically we try to address questions that we find that folks are wrestling with that they wouldn't necessarily find an answer from, say, a morning message, Sunday school, or even a Bible study. And we try to answer those questions here. And in particular, we've started looking at a series of questions with this podcast that has to do with the issue that we find ourselves confronting in today's church, and that is that the desire for the Lord and the desire for the things of the Lord has diminished. And so therefore, we're seeing an inconsistency in the lives of people as far as their involvement, their attendance, and their commitment levels. And so we said last week that we would begin answering questions with regards to this whole issue of regaining that desire for the Lord. And so we're going to progress on today with our next question looking at that issue. But before I get right into the question, I kind of need to set it up a little bit. What we're seeing is is that you and I right now are existing in troubling times. It's very interesting to watch people and especially how they express their belief or even their lack of belief in Jesus Christ and it's rather troubling as you see it being played out even in the news and seeing it played out in our community and in our churches. For instance, here in the last week, there was a prominent Christian writer who had a very popular book from the Christian dating scene 20 years ago or more, and he was a pastor of a prominent church on the East Coast, but he recently has come out and and said a couple of things. Number one, he's divorcing his wife. Number two, he has come out and said that he no longer considers himself a Christian that he has deconstructed his faith. That, that is the theological term, deconstructed his faith, or that he has fallen away. And then thirdly, he has apologized for his past teaching. And so that's pretty typical of what we're seeing as we're seeing a decrease among people in our churches and their desire for the Lord and some even walking away. So we, we live in troubled times, so to speak. So I've got three things I want to point out here. First of all, if you haven't noticed it yourself, you need to be aware there is a noticeable decrease in church attendance in North America. There is a noticeable decrease in church attendance in North America. And in particular, that is true among white Anglo-Saxon Protestant churches that typically the attendance rate has dropped probably about 30 or 40 percent in Sunday morning attendance. It's dropped off. And that's pretty noticeable, and people are noticing that, and they're asking questions as to why that's happening. Now, here's my second point. Add to that a noticeable diminishment of one's personal desire for the Lord. So here on one hand, you have a decrease in attendance that's taking place, but add to that fact that those who are attending and those who consider themselves believers are finding that their own personal desire for the Lord has diminished. It's not what it used to be. What in the world's going on? So that brings me to my third point I want to just say is with regards to these troubled times. And it's reflected in what this pastor, who just recently walked away and committed apostasy, said. This has raised the question concerning whether we are witnessing the falling away mentioned in the scripture. So some folks have said, wait, hey, what's going on is, is the falling away that we see in the Bible. And so that's what we're going to look at today. In fact, that's today's question. Today's question is, what does the falling away refer to in the scripture? What does the falling away refer to in the scripture? Now, that phrase, falling away, comes from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. And in the New King James and in the King James, it talks about the falling away. If you use a more modern translation like the NIV or the English Standard Version, it would probably say the rebellion. But we're going to use that phrase, falling away, because that's typically what you hear people say. In fact, I mentioned that pastor said that he has deconstructed his faith. He has fallen away. So let's go ahead and answer that question. What is the falling away? And so what we're going to see here is five things I want you to see about this issue of falling away, all right? First of all, to understand the falling away, you need to grasp this reality. It's an event, all right? So it refers to an event that occurs before the second coming of Jesus Christ. So the falling away refers to a specific event that occurs before the second coming of Jesus of Jesus Christ. In our passage of scripture that it comes from, I've already mentioned it, Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse three, listen to what the writer says. Let no one deceive you by any means, for the day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. All right, let's talk about that for a moment. First of all, he doesn't want anyone to deceive them. The Thessalonians were being deceived by folks who were saying that they had missed the rapture, that the second coming had already taken place. They they were being deceived by false teachers. And Paul is reminding them, look, the day, the day of Christ's return hasn't come yet. Why? Because two things need to take place first. The first one that needs to take place is, is that there needs to be this falling away. It has to take place first, this rebellion, as the modern translations say. And then second of all, the man of sin, the son of perdition, needs to be revealed. Now, who is that? That is the Antichrist. So, all right, George, what then is the falling away? We see where it's coming from. What is it? Well, the falling away, here's my second point, the falling away refers to the great apostasy that will take place. It refers to the great apostasy that will take place. My third point is, is you can probably wonder, okay, well, great, what's apostasy? Well, apostasy is the abandonment of truth, as God's revelation of himself is rejected. So it's people abandoning the truth of God and the revelation of God being rejected. That's what apostasy is. That's what that pastor was doing. He was basically saying, I am no longer a Christian. I no longer believe this. I apologize for my teaching in the past. That is apostasy. Now, the falling away, that we see in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, is a wholesale rejection of God and his truth. It's a wholesale rejection. So it's not just one person saying that they are denying the faith. It's many people saying that they're denying the faith. In fact, Jesus even points that out the falling away will be marked by many departing from the faith worldwide and being deceived by false prophets. It's basically many people falling away from the faith and being deceived by false prophets. In fact, listen to Matthew chapter 24, verse 10 through 12, the words of Jesus. He said and at that time many will turn away from the faith and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. The love of most will grow cold. Isn't that interesting? That that desire for the Lord will grow cold. So that's what I want you to see about what this falling away is. Well, That raises, brings us to really our next section where we're going to talk about is it happening now? I mean, that's really the natural question. George, okay, I understand what it is and it's that time of apostasy and I'm watching this taking place and and I'm seeing this general trend that's happening in the country and I see my church and, and, and I see my own desire diminishing. Is it happening now? Okay, two things I want to point out here. First of all, here's the first one. Maybe and maybe not. Maybe, and maybe not. And you're, you're just saying, well, wait a minute, George, what kind of an answer is that? Well, it's an answer that's all I can give right at this point, because maybe this falling away that's mentioned in 2 Thessalonians is occurring right now, but I'm not sure. I don't know how you can tell for sure until the events continue on. But then again, Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a falling away in general that we've seen at other times. You know What do you mean by that? Well, here's my second point. In the history of the church, there have been times when apostasy has emerged and the church responded with determined prayer. In the history of the church, there have been times when apostasy has emerged and the church responded with determined prayer. So here's what I want you to see. Yeah, maybe maybe we are having that happen. This might be the falling away. But then again, maybe it's just like other times when we see many turning away from the faith, the desire for the Lord diminishing among God's people. And like other times, what needs to happen is, is that God's people need to decide Well, we need to ask God to show up in our churches again and they begin to pray. And we see that happening over and over in church history where there is a diminishment of the desire for the Lord, there is this emergence of this apostasy, but the true church responds with prayer and God shows up in the midst of the church again and curtails this apostasy that's taking place. And I think that's really what we need to grasp. So maybe this is, maybe it isn't. You say, okay, George, whether it is or not, what can we do about it? So we're going to answer that question. What can you do about this issue of the falling away? Well, I got three things I want to point out to you. Three things that I think that you and I can actively do to deal with with this diminished desire on our part and what we can do in this time of apparent apostasy around us. Okay, here's the first one. The first one is examine your heart. That's the first thing you can do. You just need to examine your heart. Where are you at? In fact, consider this. I, I mentioned this passage last week. I'll mention it again this week. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. And beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. You know, all of the book of Hebrews is actually a good letter to read if you're trying to deal with this issue of a diminished desire for the Lord in the midst of apostasy. Because the writer of Hebrews is writing Jewish Christians who were thinking about apostatizing. They were thinking about walking away from the faith in Jesus Christ and going back into the Old Covenant again. And it's a very good letter to read. So the first thing I'm going to say right out of this passage is you and I need to examine ourselves. What am I examining myself for? Well, it says right there, examine yourself, lest there be what? An evil heart of unbelief in you that is departing from the Lord. You're going to examine your life as far as where you're at in your relationship with him. Here's the second thing. You're going to pray for God to revive his church. You're going to pray and ask God, God, bring your church back to life. God, as David says in Psalm 51, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. What we're seeing here is a that you and I need to begin to ask God to revive the church. Now, stop for a moment because I know some of us want to say, well, yeah, I've been praying for revival in America. I'm not talking about revival in America. I'm talking about revival in the church. Before you can even talk about revival in the land, you got to have revival in the church. The church needs to be where it needs to be. and And right now the church isn't where it's supposed to be, walking with the Lord in a close relationship. Why? How do we see that? Well, we just talked about these troubled times. You need to begin to pray that God revives his church now from this hebrew passage chapter 3 we get our third point now and that is encourage each other to press on in spite of the apostasy around us so here i'm going to be honest with you the one thing people aren't doing you ain't and I need to do, and that is we need to be a part of our local church. We need to be gathering each week with other believers so that we can encourage each other to press on, even though our desire has diminished, press on and and continue on in our pursuit of God. And we need to do that with each other. We need to encourage each other in spite of the apostasy. So what is the falling away? that is referred to in the scripture, well, it's that time of great apostasy that happens as one of those events before the rapture, before Jesus Christ comes back for the church, before he comes back to judge this world. Now the question is are we living in that time or is this something else? And the answer to that is maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But whether it is or not, you and I need to do some very determined things. Number one, examine our own hearts, pray for revival in God's church, and encourage each other by being a part of a church in spite of the apostasy around us. That's what we need to do. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. And so we're trying to answer some specific questions here over the next few weeks and months that has to do with this whole issue of how to regain our desire for the Lord, how to deal with this world of apostasy that we're living in. How, how do we deal with this diminished involvement that we're seeing from others and even from ourselves in God's church concerning the Lord. Now, what we want to do is answer the questions that you might have, because as you've listened, you maybe got some more questions. Maybe you've got you recognize that this is an issue and you've got other questions. How do you get those questions to us? Well, there's several ways. First of all, if you attend our church, you can just throw write that question down and throw it into the offering plate and we'll be sure to answer the question here on the podcast for you. Or personally answer it for you. You say, well, George, I don't attend your church. Well, if you don't have a church home, I really can't think of a better place for you to be than right here in our church home. Our church is located at seven hundred State Street in Kerwinsville, PA. The morning service starts at ten forty-five on Sunday morning, and you don't have to worry about how you dress, because we're a come as you are church. And so I would encourage you to be a part of the church and we will seek to answer your questions here. You can find us on facebook.com slash FindingClarityPodcast. And you, as you go to that page, you can write on the wall. You can direct message us there. We would encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with what we're dealing with here on the podcast. You can also go to our church website, kervinsvillechristian.org, and there you'll find a contact page. Simply fill out the form, submit it, and we'll get your question, and we'll see about answering it here on the podcast. Next week, we're going to continue on with this series of questions with regards to our diminished desire for the Lord and what we can do about it. And so that brings us really to our question that we're going to wrestle with next week. So here's the question. What is the first step in regaining my desire for the Lord? What is the first step in regaining my desire for the Lord? Until next week, take care.